When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Then it didn't surprise me at all that they really locked down Anthony Sorelli. I mean, put that kid on lock. Um, If you remember last year, whenever they were getting ready to do the expansion draft and they had to put certain players literally on, you cannot pick this player. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorelli was one of those guys. And so you just saw the writing on the wall. This is a guy that they really like that, frankly, I think Anthony Sorelli does not get the credit that he deserves. I'm always going to be a big Anthony Sorelli advocate. The What he brings to the table in terms of the way that he's able to go against top lines and just shut them down and then how he contributes offensively as well, it is so dynamic they have seen it. They know how special it is. They know how important it is. Mark my words, Anthony Sorelli is going to, to win, start winning some awards soon. A lot yeah. of times, some of the, the awards, the Selkies and whatnot, they, they go to older guys. Um, and Anthony Sorelli is a little bit younger right now. And, and so I don't think that he's getting the credit he deserves, but he does deserve it. Anthony mm-hmm a guy that just goes out there and and he's really able to dominate play they're going to miss him for the first part of this season but when he comes Mm -hmm. back he's going to make a very big difference mark my words yeah 100 percent. and you and i talked a lot about anthony sorelli in the playoffs uh this previous season because he was kind of one of one of my golden boys if you will you can always rely on sorelli to get get the job done and to kind of go above and beyond and you know, 76 games, scored 17 goals, 26 assists, 43 points, contributed 146 shots on goal. So that just goes to show you that aside from the fact that he can antagonize the crap out of other players on the ice, um, he's really kind of pushing the puck forward and a big key factor in this team having great ozone success. And what I also really like about Sorelli, and, and I mentioned this on the J.P. Peterson last year, there's no replacing Yanni Gord, and I know I kind of made a small comparison between Brandon Hagel and, and Yanni Gord's role, but if there's anyone that kind of really steps into that those shoes the most, it's Anthony Sorelli. His ability to skate fast, his ability to skate hard. He learned how to break, ladies and gentlemen. I used to love when, when Sorelli first started suiting up for the bolts and he'd go full speed at the goal and end up in the goal with the goal. So Hilarious. now he knows how to just <laughs> now he knows how to just rip the shot, get the goal, and then go about skating on the ice. Uh, you know, 
head to the ceiling, feet to the ice kind of kind of thing, rather than being uh, head first in the goal. So it's just been really cool to see how much he's developed and and now being such a big asset to this team. And I would call him a star player if you want. I think you're right, Kaylee. He's going to be due in for some rewards here very, very shortly. Um, and while, you know, they're not going to have him to – help be a key orchestrator on the ice until nearly December. That's where I kind of pivot to a, a con another contract extension that took place in the off season here. It was Mikhail Sergachev. I kind of touched on him earlier. Uh, he was getting a lot of slack for not being as, you know, explosive and, and dominant on the ice in the beginning of the season and kind of started to turn it up towards the end of the season, but something else to put in perspective in 78 games, he scored seven goals. That's kind of low in my opinion for Sergachev, even though he is a defensive player, but he got, he contributed 149 shots towards the goal. So he, what I like about Sergey is that he's almost similar, not similar, but he kind of has this, this unorthodox play to him, almost like Victor Hedman. He's not afraid to get offensively involved. He's not afraid to pressure up and play behind the net and then get back to his position, you know, on the other, on the, on the D zone of the ice. But in the year beforehand, you saw him be a big, big offensive player, even though he's, you know, plays defense and stuff. So having those offensive defensive players, kind of have turned been turning points for this bolts team um you know the previous year playoffs not this past but the previous it was luke shin who started to play more of an offensive defensive role and help contribute to this team's success to collecting their second stanley cup uh back-to-back -back years so i think that if mikhail sergachev they see what he can contribute they see how much he can kind of come back into his own and grow and maybe be have some similarities to a victor hedman um but he's back for eight years. And I, I just want to know, like, did you think that this was a great signing, even though some people were very hit or miss about how he was playing throughout this past season? Um, eight years. That's a that's a big commitment. What is that? 2040, 2031 or something? <laughs> uh, I, I know the years. I think it was a great signing. I, I agree with it. Yes, there have there's been spotty play at times, right, from Mikhail Sergachev. But no one knows that better than Mikhail Sergachev. He's very yeah. hard on himself. And the way that he studies the game, um, it's similar to Nikita Kucherov, frankly. I mean, him and Nikita Kucherov are good friends. Yeah. Nikita Kucherov studies the game like no one else does. In fact, whenever at Media Day this year, I asked Nikita Kucherov how much film he watched and what what film he watched over this offseason during training. And he said that, yes, he does watch film and that the film that he watches and the film that he specifically watched is a lot from this past, past playoff season um, because he said that not everyone understands the importance of it and other people might overlook it, but he does not. Mikhail Sergachev is that kind of guy. He, mm -hmm. He's the kind of guy that he's going to be able to see things differently on the ice, which is why it, it, it's it's smart that you alluded him to a Victor Hedman style guy, because he is a little bit unorthodox can do things. Now, he's he is very young still. Yeah. Um, he's growing still, but he has room to grow and he knows what he needs to do. And the Bolts know what he needs to do. And they're putting him in a position to be able to do it. Like I said, he's very hard on himself. Um, I think that there's times where, you know, he's you, you still see the young player in him and, and yeah. maybe some of those mistakes. Um, and that's going to get better as he gets 
older and as his decision making gets better, as things become more natural for him, because right now, I think the reason why you see those mistakes is because he has a natural inclination to be somewhat like Victor Hedman. Mm-hmm. And then he's fighting that urge and the urge to stay structured. And so yes. he has these two things pushing and pulling. And sometimes there's hesitancy. Sometimes he doesn't know where to go. I think that's going to get better. I think he's going to pick, he's going to choose one, and then he's going to be able to give into that and um, really be able to move his game forward in a significant way. I think that he's going to have another fantastic year. I think it's a great signing. Yeah, and really, really great points and comparisons to look out for, especially leading into game two of the season and kind of staying on the defensive track for just a second. One of the other big signings in the offseason or extensions, if you will, and there was no surprise here, it's Eric Chernak. Chernak is is one of his own back there in the back of the ice. And uh, as I mentioned beforehand, when when you first saw Chernak step up from you know Syracuse Crunch and, and make his debut as a Bolt, He was really just this muscle on the ice. And we know that there are certain teams that really just kind of like to have that designated muscle. And that's really just your role. That's something to love about hockey. Everybody has their role, knows their role, and there's no issue or bark about it. Um, But what was surprising about Chernak is while he was this muscle, while he was the guy that, you know, was really kind of egging on the fights on the ice in his first year and second year, that kind of started to, to, to switch up a bit. He went from being a stay at home defenseman to having a lot more confidence pushing up the ice. I remember on one of the zoom calls last summer, I, you know, I asked him about it and I was like, you know, what's kind of led into you having this confidence and in, in this desire to push up on the ice away more rather than stay back and kind of conduct things uh, on the back of the ice. And he was just saying that it's fun but he sees, he feels like he can contribute more and handle the puck more if he can kind of have those moments that he picks to step up, loop around behind the net, come back and get into position. And because of his size and his build, he has these strides that do help him get north to south really easy, if you will. There's not many opportunities where Turnock gets beat getting back down to protect Vassie. So he's in this developmental stage where he's kind of trying to find that sweet spot, kind of like you mentioned for, for Sergey, he's trying to find that sweet spot of being that muscle, but also being, you know, having his offensive defensive contributions. He scored a significant goal last year. He had 12 assists, 13 points and contributed 86 shots on goal. But there was, you know, it's those 12 assists that stand out for me for, for Turnock because those were, those were game turners where he got the assists, just ripping the shot from the blue line, getting it up forward and then allowing a guy to get it tap on it to to close out and I think that there was a couple really significant moments between him and Kalorn where that happened he rips the shot Kalorn's there for the tip-in so great signing with Chernak it's going to be interesting to see you know what his sweet spot is in between the stay-at-home defenseman and the muscle and the guy that can play up sometimes very confidently and Last year, he battled probably the most injuries he's had in his career. He was only present for 55 games. And there was that huge chunk of time from like November to January where it was just really unknown. When was Chernock going to return? This is also one of your key contributors on that penalty kill. And I remember last night thinking to myself when the penalty kill came early for the Bolts and it was on Eric Chernock, a holding call. So he heads to the box and I'm like, this is going to be telling. <laughs> How's this team going to function with Eric Turnock in the box? And they did very well. So another positive to kind of throw on top of last night's game and something to look forward to as they get ready to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets is, you know, it's not going to be so heavy one-sided on one player or another, but for this team to be able to function when, you know, certain guys are out, that's going to be huge. And for them to excel that much more when your key players are in is going to be um, 
a big factor to their success. So big fan of this Eric Chernakri signing. I'm sure a lot of fans are so happy to have him continue on. And if he can play more than 55 games, then that's something to be proud of and, and really look forward to. Kaylee, what do you think of, of Cherny and, and his contribution and growth with this team? Yeah, I think I think you put it well. Uh, Chernak is a big body. He goes out there. I mean, part of the reason that he was hurt so so much last year is because he took so many blocked shots. Mm-hmm. He's a really great guy. He's a really great defender, and I, th- I think it's a really fantastic signing. Casey, uh, getting you mentioned the Blue Jackets on Friday. Kind of getting into a look ahead, and then wrapping up our first episode of Pucks and Bolts. The Lightning will have back-to-back games on the road. They play the Blue Jackets and then the Penguins on Friday and Saturday. I believe both of those games are national games, so you should be able to catch them uh, on your uh, on your television. Um, but, Casey, before we leave, we do have to talk about one other thing. The Lightning have suspended defenseman Ian Cole, who was a pickup in this offseason, pending the results of an investigation. There were allegations that Cole groomed and sexually assaulted a woman starting from when she was a minor. Uh, The team released a statement on Sunday night saying that Cole was going to be um, suspended and that the Tampa Bay Lightning and Ian Cole are cooperating Cole is meeting with the NHL on Wednesday to uh, be interviewed and to discuss these allegations further. Um, the, The allegations were anonymous from a woman on Twitter and spread like wildfire through the oh my gosh. Um, she says, and for anyone who, who needs to know this, this might be a trigger warning, but she says, I was groomed by Ian Cole for four years, starting when I was a minor in high school. My first sexual encounter with Ian was when I was a minor in high school. He had been playing in the NHL for a few years at that point. So this is something that everyone is taking very seriously Ian Cole has come out and said um, that he denies the allegations. Um, He said that he takes them very seriously um, and that he is going to cooperate with the NHL and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the investigation and said that he looks forward to clearing his name. So obviously a really, really um, difficult thing there that, that is happening for all sides, of course, you feel for this woman who who is 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 out claiming that she is a victim. Um, mm-hmm. And as a female myself, you know, my my hesitancy is is to you know believe people when they say things like this. However, there is a due diligence process that people have to go through. So I'm really yeah. glad that the NHL and the Tampa Bay Lightning are taking this seriously. I would expect nothing less mm-hmm. from the Lightning. They are, they are a world-class organization, um, but we'll be very, very um, interested to see how this plays out. And of course, mm-hmm. and Bolts fans, we will keep you guys updated on the latest in that situation, like I said. Uh, as this episode is getting released, I imagine that Ian Cole is sitting down with the NHL right now to talk about some of these allegations that have been made against him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you put it perfectly, Kaylee, and got all the, the information out there. And, you know, 
as Kaylee mentioned, as a woman, for one, um, anyone that has the nerve to speak up on something that that made them uncomfortable, more power to you. Um, and in the same sense, you have to honor and respect the due diligence of, of such a high class organization. They're going to get down to the bottom of it. I think we can always trust that. And when the facts and everything, all the information, when they can deliver the full you know, story is when everybody will find out what happened, what's going on and, and what, whether or not there will be consequences tied to it. So Kaylee, thank you for putting that so perfectly. Um, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And also, you know, allowing the voice that, that stepped forward to be heard while, you know, just letting everyone know that when we find out, you guys will find out. And um, I'm just... Aside from that news and that being part of one of the signings, you know, there's some other exciting guys a part of this team. All in all, it's the Bolts' 30th season, and I'm happy to be celebrating 30 with with one of my favorite teams. And if there's anything I've learned about my 30s, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be graceful, graceless at moments, but an all-encompassing learning experience that should hopefully lead to a big Big reward at the end. I know I already feel like a winner in the midst of, of this 30 journey, and I'm hoping the same for your favorite Tampa Bay Lightning team. Guys, if you have any questions, if you um, want particular insight for the game coming up versus the Blue Jackets, Kaylee and I love chatting with you on social, so be sure to send in your questions to us so that we can address it on the next episode of Pucks and Bolts. And Kaylee, we were so looking forward to episode one. We were so looking forward to talking hockey again. And for those that don't know, this is this is how Kaylee and I's beautiful friendship began. It was hockey. And here we are. We get to talk it with you guys on a consistent basis now. And I'm really, really honored and excited to just do this with somebody like Kaylee. Uh, I hold her to such a high regard. Um, so much respect for her. Somebody that I've looked up to in this industry. And I'm just like so proud that we get to talk hockey on pucks and bolts it's nothing yes Casey I couldn't have said it better I am ecstatic to be doing this ecstatic to be doing it with you of course thank you to the Odyssey team for giving us this platform to Bill to Spencer our producer thank you guys so much download the Odyssey app you guys for the best pucks and bolts just turn on that auto download button on the pucks and bolts podcast all of those will come into your phone, into your ears, anytime you wake up uh, over the next few days. We're going to get on a regular schedule, and then we'll let you guys know what that looks like. But for now, this will be our first episode. We will have another preview episode coming out on Friday, so be be tuned in for that wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. This is Casey Hudson. You can find her at The Sports Case. That's K-A-S-E. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.